Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Law Master Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Our question for this time is, what is the image's significance? What is the significance of the image? The image that the Father and Son have created, yeah, what's the significance of it? I've been talking about it. And from the constitution of the image, it should be obvious what the uh, what its significance is, what it signifies. Uh, it speaks to the man, Tommy L. Hart, and his works. Uh, there's a statement in, well, I'll give the reference later, but it is written, he did that which was right. And the definition we take for right here is conforming to facts. Tommy Hart did the things that the Bible says. He did the things that conform to the facts. Facts about what? Facts about God. Facts about the Son of God. Facts about the Lord God, who is the Son of God, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. He did according to all things. Here's a statement here. We'll get to this first. Rightful owner of title. Second Kings chapter 23, verse 17 says, What title is that that I see? What title... You know, I'm asked a question also in the Bible, King James Bible. What seest thou? This question coming from the Bible says, what title is that that I see? Well, here's the title that I see. Keeping in mind that the Lord God, that is a title to itself. The Son of God, that is is also a title. Okay. What other title do I see? I see that the Lord God, the Son of God, is also referred to as, or by the name, no man. Uh, but is there another another title that I see? The answer to the question is yes. Now, what is this other title that I see? 
Well, let's go to the witness of Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. In that uh, verse, I find this title, among others, the Prince of Peace. The King James Bible says the Son of God will be a man of peace. Here we see the title, the Prince of Peace. That's this other title that I see. Okay? And it has reference to the Son of God because in that same verse, it says, it speaks about a son, that is a child that is born. It speaks about a son. The son, one of his titles, will be and now is the Prince of Peace. The Son of God does not come to destroy. Uh, well, if he could put down evil, that that would be fine, okay? Uh, but, yes, he, he should be a man of peace. The Bible says there is no peace. Now, what is the context of that statement, there is no peace? The statement simply simply refers to this. Between the Gentiles, alias white people, and the black people they conquered and those that they scattered into the Gentile nations, the dispersed ones, that's what it's referencing, that there is no peace between the Gentiles and those constituting the dispersed, those scattered abroad, those Israelites that are scattered abroad. Also inferred in the statement is there is no peace between the Gentiles and God. Yes, the Gentiles teach and preach openly things about God, things that are not true according to the King James Bible, they talk about God. They also have black people, the Israelites, talking about God. Uh, like I said, though, not in righteousness, not in truth. The Gentiles have been, the, uh, the Israelites have been given a false faith, a faith consisting of lies. But there is no peace. There has been no peace uh, probably since the uh, Gentiles first began to think about invading the land of the black people. No peace. No peace. So the Gentiles made war against the black people, overcame them, overthrew them. Uh, you know the story. Made slaves of the Israelites and other black people. And it came the time that the Gentiles took the chains off the black people. Also bearing this in mind, keeping this in mind, 
that biracials uh, of Gentile and black descent are, they were never enslaved. The biracials were not enslaved. It was the black people who were enslaved. Even today, black people do not enjoy the same rights as the biracials do. And this should be pretty obvious to all all people who are of any age, okay? It should be pretty obvious, all right? You can watch TV for 24 hours. I don't care what, what network or what station. You'll see Gentiles, you'll see biracials, and other races. But you will not see black people. You will not see Israelites. Uh, TV people will go to another country and get somebody who looks like a black person. You know, who people might say, that's a black person. They'll go somewhere else and get a black person from, rather than use black people here in America. All right? What is my point here? My point is just what I've said. The black people were enslaved. Biracials were never enslaved. Okay? Who did the, the question? Who did the Gentiles make war against? They did not make war against biracials. They made war against the black people. All right? Keep that in mind. Uh, there are even biracials who want black people to think that they're all in the same boat. <laughs> not so. Uh, but anyway, back to the point. The Gentiles made war against the black people, overcame the black people. Uh, those Israelites, the Bible calls those who were scattered abroad, it calls them Israelites. All right? Now, that's something because the Bible speaks to the Son of God, the Lord God, saying, your name shall be called Israel. That's what it says to the Son of God, the Lord God, in the King James Bible. Yes, Israel. Now, I know my legal name is Tommy L. Hart. But if I wanted to just go by the Bible, I could say my name is Israel, because that's what I'm told in the King James Bible. I don't make a big deal of that. Okay, so the Israelites, okay, so the Israelites are, they were, the chains were taken off, but even to this day in the United States of America, Israelites do not enjoy the same rights as other people in America do, even the uh, even those rights that biracials have. Black people do not have them, and that should be obvious to grown people. It should be obvious to grown people. All right. So I see the title, Prince of Peace, as stated earlier. The Son of God 
has come in peace. I have even offered a peace offering, a, a covenant of peace to the Gentiles. That's what I've done. He shall be called the Prince of Peace. He comes seeking peace with the Gentiles. And I've called for peace on this very program several times. Let there be peace. Statement. Peace on earth, goodwill to men. So the Son of God has come saying, let's make peace. Let's make peace. Peace between the Gentiles and the Lord God. Peace between the Gentiles and the Israelites. Now, I know there are some true Israelites because I have children, and those children are Israelites, okay? All right. Now, so that's the title, the other, this other title that I see, Prince of Peace. He hasn't come to make war. Matter of fact, we know, we know, you know, I know that the Son of God cannot make war against the Gentiles. The Son of God is just one person, okay? He can't make war. He he has no power over the Gentiles. That's obvious, okay? But he does come seeking peace between the Gentiles and the Lord God. Seeking peace. Accept. I speak to the Gentiles saying, accept my offering of peace. Accept it. All right? Now, and let there be peace between us. I say again to the Gentiles, let there be peace between us. All right? The Gentiles have done much harm to us, to God, to the Israelites done much harm, all right? The Israelites can't can't fight back. They don't have anything. The Israelites today are in the land of their captors to this very day. God is in the land of his captors. That's something, isn't it? The Son of God, the, the King James Bible's Son of God is in the land of his peoples and his captors. Really something. So I say to the Gentiles, let the captives go free. There's my peace offering. And that and that's given just for a starter. Just for a starter. The Son of God has not done anything to the Gentiles. The Israelites of today have not done anything to the Gentiles that they should be uh, restrained, held back, held captive 
in their enemy's land. Okay? So, all of that has to do with the Prince of Peace, his purpose. He comes seeking peace between the, the Gentiles and himself and his people. A peace seeker. Okay, the Prince of Peace. That's the title, the other title that I see. Okay, what I want to talk about now is going back to the image. There is something about the right leg of truth. John 5 verse 37 says this. Uh, the Father himself has borne witness of me. In the image's right leg, the Father himself bears witness of his Son. He testifies in behalf of his Son. And those things that make up the image's right legs, a right leg, that is, those things are truth. Those those things answer the question, the Bible question, what is truth? Each part of the image, the makeup of each part of the image is very important. I would like to read some of those truth statements. I don't think I will have time, though. So let me go ahead and just say what I have here. But the, right, the image is right leg of truth. In that right leg, it's makeup. It is made up of truth statements. And the father in those statements is testifying in behalf of the son, the son of God who is also called the Lord God, who is also called God. He's also called Lord by itself, okay? But his name, his name is Tommy L. Hart. That's his name. All right? Now, so the Father has borne witness of me, and you can you can hear the things that make up the leg, the right leg, the left leg, the torso, the head. You can hear those things. Just in, uh, just go to Law Lawmaster Archives, Arch Archive. Go to Lawmaster Archives, and you can hear the things constituting each part of the image. And you get down to the right leg of truth, you see those statements. You you hear those statements, all right? Truth statements, truth statements regarding the Son of God, A.K.A. Lord God. Name Tommy L. Hart. So, what titles are we talking about now? In addition, we're talking about the Son of God. We're talking about the Lord God. We're talking about Lord. We're talking about God. We're talking about no man. And now we're talking about the Prince of Peace. So, 
the Son of God wears many hats. <laughs> he has many titles, I know that. Okay? Now, so do go to Lawmaster Archives. And these are very recent episodes on the Father and the Son and the Image. Very recent episodes. So you don't have to go deep into the archive. All right? Now, there's a statement here, Psalm 139, verse 16, saying, Thine eyes did see my substance. Here in that statement, the Father is bearing witness to the truth, which has to do with the man, Tommy L. Hart, who uh, has possession of the title Son of God, Lord God, Prince of Peace. No man is a nickname for the Son of God, the Lord God. But yes, in this statement, the Father testifies, or he bears witness to what the Son has done, and he's talking to the Son, saying, Thine eyes, so this is a verification to the Son, Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect or imperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned. Think about the image, the substance making up the image, the image to the Son of God, the substance. You can hear that substance. You you can get transcripts of the substance constituting the image. All right? So that's what this statement is talking about, the substance. The substance making up, constituting the image in honor of the Son of God. Now, he speaks about the members. All my members were written. Now, I will say this. Many of the members are written in the image. Many of them. Everything is not in the image. But there's plenty in the image. There is plenty in the image so that no question can be raised about the validity of the Son of God, about the righteousness of the Son of God, the righteousness of the man, Tommy L. Hart. Right? The image tells the story. Also, the image is like a... A biography. It's like a biography of the Son of God. A biography of the Son of God. The man Tommy L. Hart. The significance of the image. The image gives vital information regarding the Son of God. It gives vital information having to do with the man Tommy L. Hart. Vital, crucial information regarding the Son of God, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart, a.k.a. the Lord God, a.k.a. the Prince of Peace.
Second Chronicles 36, verse 17 says this, keeping in mind the statement, one, uh, Psalm 139, verse 16. Here, Second Chronicles 36, 17. He gave them all into his hand. What is that talking about? The Father gave all things have, have, having to do with the image of the Son into the into the Son of God's hand. All things are delivered of the Father to the Son. All things constituting the image have to do with the Son of God. So let me read these two statements together. Talking to me, the first statement, and speaking to all people in the second statement. First statement, to the Son, thine eyes did see my substance. Okay? Now, the Son of God put that substance together. All right? The Son of God gave form to the substance. Now, so thine eyes did see my substance, and in the second statement, he gave them all, all things, all things substance-wise, the Father gave them all into the Son's hand. Right? Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 21 uh corroborates that, and it says to the Son, all things are yours. All things are yours. Those things making up the image the Son of God had to perform, consider, uh, make decisions, etc., etc. Right? They were put in his, in his hand, the Son's hand, by the Father. And now we go to Second Timothy chapter two verse nineteen. The foundation of God standeth sure. The image serves also as a foundation. The foundation of God, the foundation of the Son of God. The foundation of the Lord God stands sure. And sure there means firmly established. God is established even in the image of God, the Son. Firmly established, steadfast, reliable. The information regarding the man Tommy L. Hart constituting the image of God is reliable, is steadfast, is sure. It is trustworthy. The image says the man, Tommy L. Hart, is the Lord God. He is the Son of God. He is the Prince of Peace. 
Now, you have to follow this information closely. This is not something that you have listened to. This is serious information. Serious. Okay? Now, and that foundation in the image is not subject to change in its support of the Son of God who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. I'm told to speak, the King James Bible tells me to to speak clearly and plainly in order that I be understood. And you don't, and I, and I, I don't, I don't leave you with the question: What did he say? What did he mean? Who is he talking about? What is that? Yes. Even Plato says to the Son of God in in one of his dialogues, maybe more than one, the same thing. Speak clearly, plainly. Say what you mean. Mean what you say. Okay? Be clear. Okay, so... The image of the Son of God speaks the word by demonstration. It speaks the word regarding the Son by demonstration. The image speaks loudly, clearly, and rightly. Loudly, clearly, rightly with regard to the man, Tommy L. Hart. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 10 says, Speak the word. In in the so-called New Testament, you'll find these words. Preach the word. Speak the word, preach the word, and I'll say, teach the word, teach the word, tell others of the word, tell others of the image, tell others the Lord God is here on earth. The King James Bible's Lord God, the King James Bible's Son of God, the King James Bible's Prince of Peace is here on earth. Dwelling with men. You know, there's a question in the Bible. The Bible asks, will God in very deed dwell with men on the earth? Well, here you have it. In the man, Tommy L. Hart. And that's what the image declares. God, the Son, is with us. Now, the Son is God, okay? He's God, the Son. Now, so, the image speaks the word by demonstration. 
Isaiah 8 verse 10 says, speak the word, I speak the word, the image speaks the word. Uh, The things, listen to this, the things constituting the image testify to the righteousness of the man, Tommy L. Hart. We're talking about the significance of the image. The image bears witness to the man, Tommy L. Hart. The image speaks to and of the man, Tommy L. Hart. The image speaks in behalf of the man, Tommy L. Hart. Saying, look, all of these things are done, have been performed by the man, Tommy L. Hart. He is the Lord God. He is the Son of God, a.k.a. the Prince of Peace. He comes peacefully and not as a foe. So again, the image testifies to the righteousness of the man, Tommy L. Hart. So, I've spoken to the significance of the image. Learn of the Son of God. Learn, learn the, learn, learn the things in, uh, constituting making up the image. Want to know what He has done? Check out the image. Want to know what the Son should do? Check out the image. Hear the image. Hear the image speak. And in closing, I want to just point out two two other statements. Uh, the, the first one is Psalm 140, verse 7. It says, O God the Lord, the strength of my salvation. That's what the Father has written. He says, oh, God, the Lord. Just moments ago, I said that the Son of God is God. Okay? Here you have it, where the Father calls him God and calls him Lord. Again, Psalm 140, verse 7. Oh, God, the Lord. And that Lord is written with a capital L, lowercase O-R-D. That speaks to the Son. Okay? All of that information regarding Lord, all caps, and regarding the Lord, capital L, lowercase O-R-D, is in uh, Lawmaster Archive. O God, the Lord, capital L, lowercase O-R-D, the strength of my salvation. Then there's Psalm 141, verse 8, which says, But mine eyes are unto thee, O God, the Lord, capital L, lowercase O-R-D. That's the Son. 
That is the sun. Okay? So, according to the King James Bible, the Son of God is God. The Son of God is the Lord. The Son of God is the Prince of Peace. Okay? Now, we have that. That's what the King James Bible teaches. That is what the King James Bible teaches. Now, so back to the first statement, or one of the first. Second Kings 14, verse 3. Speaking, the Father speaking about the Son of God, saying, He did that which was right. He did that which conformed to the facts. That's the Father speaking about the man, Tommy L. Hart. I say again, the Father says of the Son, 2 Kings 14, verse 3, he did that which was right. He did that which conforms to the facts about him and concerning him. He, the man, Tommy L. Hart, did that which was right. Want to see what's right for him to do? Check out the image. Here are the recent episodes on the image, you know, here are the recent episodes on the image. And I'm not going to try to prolong this. That is it. I've spoken to the righteousness of the sun. The image bears witness to the righteousness of the man, Tommy L. Hart. I've spoken to the significance of the image, uh, other things can be said, but those things that I did say are well, okay? They are well and they are true. So that's it. And I spoke about God, the Lord, lowercase, I mean, capital L, lowercase O-R-D, that he is God. God is a title Lord is a title. Prince of Peace is a title. Lord God is a title. No man is a moniker. No man in the King James Bible is a moniker, a nickname for the, for the Lord God, found to be the Son of God, found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. Do not forget to follow me on Twitter. Always make Lawmaster Archives your archive your dwelling place. Let me say that again. Always make Lawmaster Archives your dwelling place. Go by, go to Amazon.com. Check out Tommy Hart's Tommy L. Hart. Tommy L. Hart's list of books. Check out his list of books. There's a new edition there. Please check it out and place your order from the list. 
order from Tommy Elhart's book list. Join me next time.